welcome everyone to the first live stream that I've done in a very long time. I'm trying to think if maybe the last one that I did was maybe the Podcast Kings uh, Ear Peeler one. Uh, We didn't um, stir up too much stuff with that, did we? Uh, Anyway... I'm I'm live streaming. I've been doing uh, live streams with my Galaxy of Geeks co-host. Yes, Galaxy of Geeks is another show that I do um, that's focused on geek-related things. Uh, Star Wars, Game of Thrones, uh, Marvel, DC, so on and so forth, galaxyofgeeks.net. But anyway, I've been doing the live streams with my co-host, Chris Vaglio, and... You know, it, um, it's been fun. Uh, we haven't been able to hook up for different reasons. I mean, life gets in the way, unfortunately. And he's got a life, I've got a life, and we do it whenever we can. Hopefully we'll hook up soon. But uh, I always love doing these, you know, these, these live streams because I love uh, chatting with people. I love getting feedback and, and whatnot. And hopefully there are some people out there today that are... Uh, that are chatting away, or that will be chatting with us anyway. Um, Have the uh, chat open right now. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Um, It has gone out over YouTube, over uh, Periscope, and um, Twitch, I see. I see that I'm not getting anything back from Facebook. But uh, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. It should be working, but like usual, growing pains, these are uh, different things that that tend to happen uh, as we work things out. Uh, Hopefully we will um, be able to get the stuff going on Facebook shortly. If not this this episode, we'll do it on a a separate episode. Um, Oh, I see. Okay, so Facebook is read-only. Through Facebook, you can read the comments that are... That are up there on the chat, but um, uh, you you can't respond. So some Facebook type stuff. Anyway, yeah, that's the fun of Facebook. That's something we found out with Galaxy of Geeks. Um, if you're reading what's scrolling across the bottom, this episode is dedicated to Adam Cox and Teddy Van Halen. Uh, we all know who Eddie Van Halen is. Let me tell you guys about Adam Cox. Uh, Adam Cox is someone who has supported pretty much every endeavor that I've been a part of over the last few years. He's someone that I've come to know, uh, I don't know, last five or six years maybe. And um, uh, he passed away this week. He passed away in his sleep, from what I'm told or from what I've read. Um, it's it's shocking. He was in his early 50s, if I'm not mistaken. But there wasn't anyone who championed what I do more than more than Adam. Um, and, and there are plenty of people out there that follow my stuff and, and repost and whatnot. But Adam did absolutely everything. He contributed in every group. Uh, he was a big part of... The uh, Despel Geek, DespelGeek.com, which which I've worked on. Uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, um, there's a fundraiser going on in, in Adam's name. 
uh, to try to help raise $5,000 for his family to help cover funeral costs. Um, that was started by Chris Sinzak of Despot Geek Podcast. Um, I know these are tough times. If you can donate, please do so. Every little bit helps. Uh, so far, there have been, uh, let's see, roughly over $1,000 that have been raised in a little bit more than a day. No, created a day ago. So there you go. Uh, let's see if we can help get this to uh, to the goal and help his family out a, a little. Uh, we're thinking about you, uh, Adam. Thanks for thanks for everything that you've done for us over the years, and um, it's really sad. So, um, so I'm so I'm sorry to you know find out about that. Um, my interactions with with him were nothing but great. So, uh, this episode is dedicated to you, Adam. Uh, again, thanks. Thanks for everything. Um, as far as Eddie Van Halen is concerned, um, it came as a shock. I mean, we all knew that he was sick, let's be honest. Um, with David Lee Roth going out solo, you knew something was up. Uh, David didn't want to say anything, I guess, to not catch flack from the from the Van Halen camp. He gingerly uh tiptoed around the whole thing and um and and unfortunately everything came to you know came to an end um earlier this week. Uh Eddie's gonna be known for the remarkable musician that he is and no one can take that away from him. Um, but one thing that I think a lot of people are missing out on is how innovative he was when it came to the instrument. Um, let's go back to like the eighties and think about it before Eddie. Sure. You had people like Richie Blackmore and Eric Clapton, um, and actually to the seventies because their first album did come out in the seventies. Um, there were other strap players. There's, there's no denying that, but the super strat, the people that looked out beyond, you know, just Fender, people that took a chance on Jackson, on on Charvel, on, you know, different brands, Kramer as well. Uh, things like Warmoth started getting used and talked about, you know, uh, Warmoth parts. Uh, Eddie did a lot. Um, sure, he didn't invent the Floyd Rose, but he was their biggest salesman. Let's be honest. Uh, without Eddie, Floyd Rose doesn't take off the way that they do. And, you know, there are so many other things that he did over the years as well. He built his own picks, or excuse me, pickups. He probably built his own picks too. But he did a lot of different things when it came to helping pick pickup manufacturers helping just different things that he came up with, um, helping invent the the Wolfgang body, which dedicated to his son, Wolfgang Van Halen, um, the D-Tuner, which is something that both uh, guitarists and bassists have taken advantage of, not having to, uh, you know, tune that low E. If you want to drop down to D, you just flip it, and, and you've got the D all of a sudden there, or whatever your tuning is, you're, you're dropping down, with the uh with your lowest string there um so you know and and that's with just discounting his 5150 amps okay 
he first those came to PV. All right, those were PV amps, and I know plenty of people that still play the PV iteration of that 5150 amp. Uh, there's the 5152s. They were hot-rotted and modified. Uh, there's a well-known story about Rob Flynn from Machine Head having his set up a certain way. So that's how he's able to garner uh, certain sounds easier because his amp was worked on by someone who modified it for him. Um, when Eddie finally teamed up with the Fender family, started putting out his own guitars, pedals, and finally he brought the amps over, over to the EVH line, which is essentially part of the Fender family, the EVH threes. I've seen, I don't know how many bands live using them. Um, so not only as a musician for all the great music that he's put out, I think people need to really acknowledge what he did as like an engineer, as someone who pioneered a lot of different things from the, you know, as an IT person myself, from the hardware side of things, from the instrument, from, from, from the amps, from, you know, different pedals that you're using, straps. There are just so many things that he did that, um, that helped push the boundaries and help make a blueprint of, you know, what came after. And it's funny because you see a lot of, like, people that became big in, like, the 60s or 70s before Eddie came along and basically kicked their asses, um, saying, well, you know, he he's an important player for his generation on. Really? <laughs> I read, I read, Tony Iommi said that. Okay, for these guys, I get it. Eric Clapton and Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page are a big deal. Um, and that's not to diminish any of them, but Eddie came along and changed the game. There was someone who made me edit comments in a podcast, in various podcasts. Um, and one of his comments was when we did, when I did the special for Van Halen 2 as part of the classic album series, um, over on Mars Attacks, MarsAttacksRadio.com. Um, he's, he essentially said that Eddie came, took what Eric Clapton did and pissed on it and basically reinvented everything and changed the game. That was what he said. This is a very high profile musician. And I had to edit that out of the episode, but I, I still have that audio. If anyone doubts that this person said that to me. Okay. Um, he, he changed everything. Uh, I think Richie Blackmore said something similar as well. I mean, there's been an outcry of, of people that have just talked about how, you know, how influential he was, um, talking about how, you know, how, um, how, how he pushed things forward. I mean, and how he had reconnected with a lot of people recently and, you know, that's the, it's been, you know, he 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 reconnected with Sammy Hagar, and they were working on doing a tour with the original lineup last year. It never happened because obviously Eddie was too sick. So um, it's really a shame that that's that that's what happened. Um, but it's. 
I'm, I'm trying to see if there are any any Facebook comments here. Yeah, I, d- I don't see if there's anything. But uh, anyway, it's a shame that that tour didn't happen in 2019 because it would have been great to have uh, Alex, Alex, Eddie, David Lee Roth, and Michael. Um, but it is it is what it is. It's um, it never happened. We still have the memories of all the great music that they released. And that's it. That's something that's going to live on forever. There are very few musicians that I can say that about. Um, with the Beatles, Zeppelin, the Stones, um, Love Kiss, Love Iron Maiden, love a lot of other music. Mm, but I'm not sure a hundred years from now that people will remember them as much as they remember Eddie for what, um, he contributed, uh, to, to the music industry. So, um, shout out to all, all my, all my hard rock and metal brethren out there that have been listening to Van Halen these last few days, like myself, um, my kids have been treated to uh, a plethora of uh, Van Halen this entire week. Not that I don't put that on, you know, regularly. It's just obviously, like most of us, let's be honest here, the streams and sales have shot up uh, 6,000% from if you are led to believe what's being posted online. So uh, it it is what it is, Eddie Eddie the Great, King Edward, you know, however you want to, however you want to put it. Um, also, one other thing: when Prince has died, when David Bowie has died, you know, I've seen people on Facebook that have said, "Well, you know, that's not my jam, that's not my thing," so you know, I can't really attest to how important it was. Okay, two people that listened to um, Michael Jackson in the '80s, "Beat It," the solo for "Beat It." was recorded by Eddie Van Halen. A lot of people don't know this unless they dig they dig deep into who recorded Michael Jackson's stuff. But the band Toto had a lot to do with what ended up on Michael Jackson's albums. Much like the the um uh Hal Bain and, and everyone um back in the sixties and seventies did that for the Beach Boys and for a lot of other pop bands, a lot of Motown artists, you know, um, they represented one thing live and in the studio it was something else because these producers could rely on them. Uh, Quincy Jones was no different. Steve Lukather is who recorded the verse and chorus part to the song Beat It. And then Eddie came in was not paid a dime because he didn't need the money. Um, and he played the solo on that. So for a lot of people that aren't in the know, Eddie Van Halen also played the guitar solo to one of the most important pop songs of all time. One of the biggest pop songs of all time. So consider that when you think of Eddie and you think of um, you know the grand scheme of things. Uh, whether it's... You know, the gear he worked on, whether it's the music that he worked on, um, Eddie was a a big deal, you know, and he may have touched you indirectly without you knowing or directly without you knowing, you know, because someone's using his gear or his techniques 
or he actually played on something that you weren't aware of. So um, let's take a moment and let's check out uh, some of the social media links that we have here for Mars Attacks podcast. We have the website. We'll dive into that in a little bit, MarsAttacksRadio.com. We have the Facebook group, uh, which is Mars Attacks Podcast. There's also a Mars Attacks Podcast page. Um, if you search, if you search it, it will come up. The Facebook group is private for the following reason: is because if the group isn't private, you're not notified when a post is is put up there. Okay, so I made the group private. So that if you are in there, you'll receive notifications of everything that's posted. So join us. See all the videos and all the fun stuff that, that I'm posting about. Uh, Twitter, Mars Aries 2005. Instagram, Mars Attacks Podcast. And I just started a Telegram channel. If you guys want to just have one central place where I'm posting videos and different exclusive content. Um, and you want to get that directly on your phone. If you have Telegram... Search Mars Attacks Podcast, search at Mars Attacks Podcast, and join the group. It's it's an open, it's a channel, excuse me, it's not a group, it's a channel. So I'm posting a, a bunch of different things, we're in the infant stage with that. I'm in the infant stage of, of using that, and um, with a bunch of different things. Like tonight we're streaming to Facebook, YouTube, uh, Periscope, Twitch, um... Also, IGTV, and um, in the future, I'll have it hooked up to to go with LinkedIn as well. Um, so I want to thank everyone who's watching this, either live or who will be watching this, you know, will be watching the um, the replay. So, uh, so there you go. Um, yeah, and um, let's see, let's let's take a gander. Um, or let's talk about better yet at some of the albums that historically re- were released today. This isn't in chronological order, um, but um, let's see. We had Kisses Monster, which came out in 2012, an album that I appreciate. Uh, Judas Priest, Killing Machine, or for those of you in the States, Hellbent for Leather came out on this day in 1978 on October 9th. Uh, Megadeth released War Chest in 2007. Slayer released Seasons in the Abyss in 1990. Testament released Souls of Black in 1990 as well. Same day, you got Seasons in the Abyss and Souls of Black. Wasp released Golgotha in 2015. Uh, Overkill, Immortalis, 2007. Virgin Killers by Scorpions uh, was released today in 1976. Now, I've seen various dates for this album online, so I'm not sure if that's just in the States uh, or North America. Could be. Uh, Armored Saint released March of the Saint today in 1984. Um, Great album. And their upcoming release is Beyond Great. You guys are going to love it. If you're a diehard fan of the band... It's it's an awesome album. It's for sure one of the my favorite albums to come out this year. Um, and lastly, Infectious Grooves, the plague that makes your booty move. It's the Infectious Grooves. Sasipius here, released in 1991. So 
there you go. Bunch of albums that were released um, historically today. And we are going to switch over, switch over to, um, I just redid the Mars Attacks website, MarsAttacksRadio.com. So you see all of the great social media links here. Uh, you can follow, again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. There's a Tumblr. Uh, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Store, uh, the RSS feed, the Telegram channel, TikTok. Yes, I have one TikTok video up. I plan on using that more. Um, Reddit, there's a Reddit group that I have as well that's sort of uh, an amalgam of everything that I'm posting online. And lastly, Discord, uh, which this is also streaming to. So here we go. This is the Mars Attacks radio.com website and uh yeah we have everything split up here in a few different uh, categories here just straight interviews music-based episodes and the ever so popular classic album series um i want to release more of those i do have a bunch in the can uh to those that have contributed you know i do apologize for it not coming out sooner um i have a recent episode which is a flashback where we're revisiting the episode that uh, covered Blizzard of Oz and uh, was the anniversary of the release of Blizzard of Oz. Uh, there are a few other albums that have come out recently, Tools, Anima, which is something that we worked on uh, or something that I released, uh, Van Halen 2, which I posted on various social media links this week because of you know what happened with Eddie. Um, we have recent episodes with uh, John Bush of Armored Saint, Jake Davies from the band of Limbo and Christian Neiman of Sorcerer. I have interviews from Mike LaPon and Joey Vera and Jace Lewis from Ascension of the Watchers, which should be out shortly. Um, the news section. Um, I post some videos that are coming out from time to time. Uh, again, just a lot of things going on that I haven't kept up with this as much as I want to. Uh, hopefully I will spring this forward <laughs> in the, over this weekend. But uh, we have some news here. Vessel of Light releasing an album shortly. So is uh, Orianti and the Detroit band White Musician. New releases. Something that I pride myself on. Um, and uh, let's, well, before we jump into that. Here are some of our most discussed topics here. You know, we have these uh, cool little flip cards that I put together. And uh, you click on these and, well, it takes you to uh, stuff based on each of these bands. So, searching for Anthrax. So, there you go. Anthrax-related content. That's what you're looking for. Uh, anyway, new releases... So, every week, new music comes out. Um, if there's one thing that I can't stand is hearing people say, no new music has come out after 1989. No, I, I don't subscribe to that theory. You really, you know, if you're not finding anything good, search it out. There's plenty of great stuff out there that you can check out. So there's a new album from Blue Oyster Cult. First one in almost two decades, The Symbol Remains. 
Um, so this is what my new releases columns look like. You know, I highlight a few of these and have a video. And I today this is the first time that I've done this. I've added the playlist, the Spotify playlist to this album. Uh, Ascension of the Watchers, um, Apocrypha. I believe I'm pronouncing that right. So there's uh, similar to that. And then there's a list of other albums that came out today and a ton of reissues. Today was um, Record Store Day, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we have a lot of like big-name reissues. Sabbaths, Paranoid, Super Deluxe, Vinyl Edition, Iron Maidens, 40th Anniversary, uh, Motorhead on Parole, The Doors, Morrison Hotel, uh, Lincoln Park, Hybrid Theory. And all of these range in different prices depending on what you get. Like the Lincoln Park, there's there's a variation that uh, costs like two hundred bucks. So, and then there are a few compilations, and there are links. There are Amazon links, and we now have to say this, or we'll get kicked off of Amazon. So, um, as an Amazon associate, I earn from qualifying purchases, which means um, if you click on any of the links. If you click on any of these down here, or so choose to go to uh, support the site, and if you go to any one of these Amazon links, well, um, we get a kickback for certain purchases. Not everything, certain ones. Um, So... Yes, we get a chunk of that. Uh, this is like a sponsored link. We have to tell you that or Amazon could kick us off. Uh, there are other ways you can support the site. You can go here and do a PayPal donation. You can join Patreon. I'll mention that. I'll dive into that a little further. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, so this is the new layout of the website. Worked for quite some time with this hope you guys enjoy it um oh and another way that you can help support us is going over to merch um there are a bunch of different things that i put together and um i think they're cool uh, if not i wouldn't have picked the different things that i've picked here uh, you can click on any one of these and then you're taken to zazzle to purchase one of these similar deal um, I get a small piece of the pie out of this very small, very minuscule, um, maybe something I could work on in the future to get a better cut out of things. But, uh, that's just me thinking out loud. Um, Patreon. So this is the Mark Striegel Patreon. Um, I help run this for Mark Striegel. And essentially what I do is throw up videos on here, things that I I try not to coincide with, like the Facebook stuff. And, you know, a lot of different people throw up comments. Uh, This uh, Valdemar just posted a few minutes ago, but Whitesnake, for example, posted at um, 6 p.m. my time, so 12 Eastern. Um, Mike Jones is a frequent contributor um posted coverdale has definitely lost a bit vocally over the years but who hasn't sounds good to me maybe worth picking up um i launched a poll about um van halen about releasing unreleased material mr ron keel chimed in 
with some awesome comments. Uh, also, I do a weekly post. What are you guys into this week? Um, talking about, you know, various music or podcasts or movies or TV things. Uh, I mentioned here that we just started watching Devs. I actually just watched episode 8 of The Boys on Amazon Prime, the end of season 2. Great series. Um, always leaves you wanting more. And that's what you want. Eight episodes. <laughs> you know, no, uh, no filler. Uh, just great. Uh, people see it as, oh, another superhero thing. It's not. It really takes on like a a real-life look at what if, you know, superheroes ex- would exist and the abuse of power that would more likely come along with it. So, um, yeah. And along with this, we have... Feet don't fail me now. Um... Looks like it didn't it's it's gotten pushed already. So let's let's load here. Patreon sometimes takes a, a while to load here. And and if you see I try to post as much like unknown stuff as as possible. Um here we go. Episode 90 of the Mark Strigel podcast. It is something that I uh co-host Every week, uh, very out of the ninety episodes, I've possibly missed three, but because you know we couldn't sync up for whatever reason, so this is a continuation of the previous week's episode. Uh, we called it Question Mark because people sent in their questions for Mark Striegel, and we um, we basically uh, went over some of the stuff, and um, so Patreon. Yeah, I get a cut out of this for helping for helping run the Patreon for Mark. Essentially, everything you're seeing posted here is something that I help put together. Two bucks a month. Uh, you're getting this extra podcast content. You're getting polls, different videos and different things. Um, I try to keep things interesting. So if, if there's something else, if there's a different way that uh, you want to help out... This is certainly one way of doing it uh, by helping out by donating your two dollars to uh, Patreon. And um, next, I want to cover some of some of the uh, latest news of what's going on here. Um, obviously, Eddie Van Halen is the top of topic of conversation. Talked about Eddie. You know, various people that are remembering him. Um, Sammy Hagar, once again, saying that he's back in contact with him. Um, David Lee Roth speaking out. And um, a new ACDC single. I enjoy it. Um, It's what I expected from ACDC. I haven't been the biggest fan of the last two albums. I'll be honest with you. But I really enjoy this, um, this, this single. Uh, shot in the dark. Um, so let's see some of the latest news on here. Uh, we have Mike McCready talking about Eddie Van Halen. Um, Pearl Jam have covered ain't talking about love. Uh, Mike McCready is a huge fan of Van Halen, and a lot of the members of this band absolutely love Van Halen. Um, let's not forget they came from Mother Love Bone and different things that. Um, 
that were very influenced by hard rock. That was a hard rock band. And um, they were supposed to be huge. They weren't. And that led to, you know, Temple of the Dog and then Pearl Jam. Um, the first album, 10, and then Verses to a Lesser Extent, was written by the core ingredients that were behind Mother Love Bone and some of these other exciting bands. And the more Eddie Vedder got involved in the band, the more they went in a different direction. Not to say that the music is bad, but I don't like it as much as those first two albums. Just my personal take. So, um, let's see. Uh, Blabbermouth also has watched Blue Oyster Cult, uh, the new video for The Alchemist, off of the um, new album, The Sign Remains. John Bon Jovi, Eddie Van Halen was an incredible talent and an innovator. Now, this is kind of shocking. For someone that... For a long time, I was like, oh, no, we want nothing to do with hard rock. We have more to do with the Beatles than we do the Scorpions. You opened for the Scorpions. You opened for Kiss. You opened for Van Halen, if I'm not mistaken. Why turn your back on something like that? And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm not saying that this is, you know, a cheap pop to get out there to get, you know, some press. But come on, stick to your guns. You were either into it or you weren't. Um, I understand people change, opinions change, but I don't know, just, just kind of weird that for the longest time you denounce something and then all of a sudden you're, you're, you're back into it. So, uh, Tony Iommi explains Eddie Van Halen's involvement in Black Sabbath's Evil Eye co-write that he has off of the, um, Cross Purposes album, an album that was labeled... Uh, Black Sabbath, which should have been labeled uh, Iomi Butler, Martin Rondinelli, but label got involved and made them use Black Sabbath because the brand Black Sabbath sells more, obviously. Um, Rob Halford talks about being mesmerized by Eddie Van Halen, um, ACDC News, John 5, Baby Metal release a, a new uh, video for the track BXMXC. Um, I know there are a lot of people that don't like baby metal. I, for one, enjoy some of their music. Um, much much to what I mentioned about Beat It before. Are they Slayer? No. Do they have pop aspects? Yes. But how many bands do? How many modern metal bands do? And baby metal have some serious players behind them. If this helps turn someone onto Slayer, if this helps turn someone onto playing guitar, I'm all for it. Um, so I have no problem with them. Tool Frontman had COVID-19 in February, is still dealing with residual effects. Uh, we're running the whole gamut of things on COVID-19, whether it's people, um, being, you know, uh, Will from Death Angel was in a coma, had some severe, um, was affected by it severely. Chuck Billy, who was on the same tour, was affected to a lesser extent. He just had a few symptoms, you know, and then uh, a friend of the podcast, Carl Alvarez, who was involved in the Inside Metal uh, series, mentioned that he had it and he's still feeling effects from it. So um, Maynard from Tool is now saying that he was affected from it. Um, let's hop on over to Loudwire. Uh, news on Maynard, news on Chris Cornell's daughter, uh, 
Um, she's involved in all types of mental health things. She's got a podcast as well. Uh, Matt Bellamy of Muse, news on them. Uh, Killer Be Killed have just released a new song today. I need to check that out. Two new Smashing Pumpkins songs. Uh, let's see, Slayer Seasons in the Abyss. And um, uh, 20 years. Uh, wait for a new uh, Linkin Park song called Picture Board. That's part of that 20th anniversary release of Hybrid Theory. And uh, the Australian Mint is going to be releasing an ACDC coin. So there you go. That's what Loudwire has going on. Let's see what uh, Metal Injection has. Some more Maynard. Um, they have their own new releases um, post, the weekly post as well. Ghost will be releasing a new album. They have a section which uh, touches upon all all stuff uh, related to Eddie Van Halen. Greta Van Fleet is returning with a new single. Um, and from what I'm reading, I think uh, uh, Kerrang, they've talked to Kerrang, and they're saying that it sounds drastically different. Megadeth, Ministry and Anthrax members team up for Cheap Trick cover. A little tidbit for you guys. Charlie Benante plays on this. Not the first time he's covered Al Viterzine. Uh Sound of White Noise, the import edition, had a bunch of different covers, including Al Viterzine, the Cheap Trick cover. So let's see a video of Jerry Cantrell and Duff McKagan. I don't know why, but my phone keeps rattling here. So pardon me as I put it into Do Not Disturb mode. Um, Anyway, Jerry Cantrell and Duff McKagan um, celebrate the birthday of Jimmy Carter with a cover track. Uh, Baroness News, news on Beaten to Death, Porcupine Tree, and uh, a bunch of other cool stuff here at the bottom. From uh, Metal Injection, Kerrang! Kerrang! has news on uh, Linkin Park. Again, Greta Van Fleet. And uh, let's see what they have different. Young Blood Embraces Sexual Liberation on new single, Cotton Candy. Kerrang! is over in the UK, so, you know, they've got other stuff going on here. Um, let's see. Now hear this with Larissa Stepar. She talks on death metal, black-gazed, and sludgy, grungy goodness. Smashing Pumpkins, The Duff, and Jerry Cantrell. Here's an interesting feature. Did John Lennon invent the metal horns? There you go. New Goldfinger! Who's been waiting for Goldfinger? New single, Wallflower. Baby Metal. Mastodon making news as the band is collecting unemployment. A review for the new um, Ascension of the Watchers, Ghost, a lot of this stuff repeats itself, Greta Van Fleet, and a bunch of different news and reviews. The PRP. See, this is why I'm opening up different, different things, because there's different news. Some of these sites are focused on different things. Eddie Van Halen, Keenan, Corey Taylor review for... Um, CMFT, uh, Earth Groans Debuts, Ghosts, Darkest Hour, Three Teeth announced Guns Akimbo, 7-inch release. Yeah, there's a bunch of covers that they've released that were used throughout the soundtrack of that movie. Um, News on River of Nile, Ice Nine Kills, Death Angel released a new acoustic EP uh, with uh, Under Pressure. 
They've debuted a video for a uh, cover of Queen and David Bowie's Under Pressure. Uh, I need to check that out. And some Artreo news. That's at the PRP.com. Our friends over at Ghost Cult have just released a new, their newest episode of Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, episode 503. Duncan Evans of Moonlow on social media. There you go. Killer Be Killed video. Their new releases post. Always interesting. Um, Chino Moreno. Chino Moreno. Chino Moreno. If you want me to say it in Spanish. It says the new album by Crosses might be finished during the pandemic. That's his side project. So celebrating uh, Seasons in the Abyss. Album review for Yatra. More podcasts, Burton C. Bell um, being interviewed. So there you go. Moss PR to perform as part of Here See Fest Online, including this weekend. So, and uh, Slipknot's Unsainted. It's been certified gold. That's over at ghostcultmag.com. Um, now, I mentioned. Adam Cox, the Adam Cox fundraiser. Um, Like I mentioned before, this episode is being done in honor of Adam. He passed away earlier this week. Chris Simzak of the Despo Geek podcast set up this fundraiser. Um, Adam died suddenly this week in his sleep. So um, the goal is to raise $5,000 to help pay for funeral costs. Um, again, these are tough times for everyone. If you can donate, especially podcasters that Adam was there for all of us, um, especially independent podcasters, um, especially the guys over blame your brothers. I mean, I haven't looked at who has donated. Doesn't matter who's donated. I understand if you can't, but if you can, please help the family out. Um, so yes, once again, this episode is in honor of Adam Cox. And, um, um, he was a big poster on Despo Geek. If you look at a lot of these reviews and just different things that are posted here outside of the podcast episodes, they were all Adam, a good majority. Um, so I understand why Chris Sinzak would start this GoFundMe for Adam and his family. He was a huge part of the Decibel Geek family. Um, It's just such a sad situation. A lot of us are dealing with a lot of hard times right now. You know, we're all going to make it through, you know, hopefully. Um, Just a lot of, a lot of hardship going around. We can, we can get through it. Let's lean on each other, you know. Uh, let's make, let's make it on through. Let's break on through to the other side to, um, quote the doors there, Jim Morrison. Uh, anyway, Despo Geek, DespoGeek.com, such a beautiful website. No, uh, it's the, I put this website together, um, for anyone keeping score, uh, I've been, you know, uh, working on various sites, working on my sites, working on Despo Geek site, working on uh, Mark Striegel's Talking Rock site, which is unfortunately coming to a close soon. Um, 
and I've been studying for web development, just different aspects that I feel that I need to you know, get, get up to speed on. I'm almost there, almost ready to launch my site and sort of put myself out there. Um, so if you like what I've done with this site or like what I've done with uh, MarsTaxRadio.com, drop me a line. Um, I'd be more than happy to, um, to work with you or, you know, let you know some of the options of what I can do for you. But, um, yeah, so this is the Decibel Geek site, decibelgeek.com. This is something that, uh, that I helped kind of bring into the now. Um, so, uh, also the Rockin' Pod Expo site is something else that I've worked on. So, um, let's see. Here we are on good old Facebook. Now, I, I realize that, uh, you know, this is sudden. I mentioned it uh, an hour before, but uh, I'm going to be posting links to the YouTube for this um, a little bit later, if not tomorrow. We're almost at the 50-minute mark, and uh, this is something that I'd like to do a lot more frequently. Um, you know, there's there's different things that I've set up. I've um, I've set up you know the chat windows here so that when people start to uh, chat, you know there there was one uh, one comment there. You know I can do my Lloyd Lindsay Young. Hello for anyone who uh, was back at the old uh, you know classic Channel Nine uh, in the New York New Jersey area. So, uh, there you go. Um, I hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode. Uh, I've enjoyed doing this. Uh, leave me your comments on Facebook, on, um, on Periscope, on Twitch, on, um, uh, on Facebook, anywhere you see this, uh, IGTV, leave me your comments. Let me know what you think about this. And, uh, and that's it. Um, hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, again, thanks to anyone who's watching this live. Thanks to anyone who is checking this out later. Um, we'll be back shortly. We'll be releasing episodes, uh, of the podcast with, like I said, with various interviews that I mentioned before, Mike LaPond, uh, Joey Vera of Armored Saint, and, um, uh, Jace of um, of Ascension of the Watchers. Sorry, I should have written that down, but I'm flying by the seat of my pants. Thank you for listening, for watching. Um, this may be a podcast. We'll see, an audio podcast. We'll see about that. Anyway, thank you. Uh, thank you once again to Adam Cox for everything that you've done over the years. Thank you, Teddy Van Halen, for being part of the soundtrack of our lives. And thank you for being such an innovator. And um, that's essentially it. Thanks once again for joining me. And we'll see you next time right here on the Mars Attacks podcast. The Signals from Mars feed. See ya!